Hello and welcome to the Room 102 podcast. I'm Mr. Austin. I teach at Franklin Steam Academy. Um, and at Franklin Steam Academy, we try to get um, science knowledge just to middle school students uh, who want to keep learning middle school science, even though they're not in school right now. We just had the announcement that we're going to be uh, out of school for the rest of this school year, unfortunately. We're going to keep learning science anyway. I hope that you're all safe. I hope that you all feel secure in your situation. Just know that this isn't going to last forever. We don't know what it's going to look like coming out the other side, but it's going to be okay. And I'm sorry that you have to live through this during a part of your childhood, to be honest. Okay, let's go ahead and learn some science uh, so we can keep moving forward with our lives. We've been discussing chemistry for the last month on the podcast. Uh, right now, we're going to get into talking about density. Um, Density is a scientific concept that does a good job of allowing us to look at modeling because there's two different definitions of density and it turns out uh, your scientific model that you're using at the time, the purpose of your scientific model, um, uh, dictates what the better model is to use depending on what the purpose actually is, what you're trying to accomplish with your model. If you're trying to accomplish practical understanding, so like trying to find the density of something, or if you're trying to identify different objects using density, um, the mathematical model of density is really good. The mathematical model of density is uh, that density is equal to mass divided by volume. And we'll do some problems that use this equation later this week. Um, but mass divided by volume solves a lot of problems to understand um, density. Um, there's a misconception that a dense object has to weigh a lot. So if it weighs more, it's more dense. That's not true. Um, if I have an object that has a really, really small volume, but only weighs a little bit, that object might be very dense. But um, there's a trick from the numerator and denominator um, that kind of can make it seem like something that's not very heavy is not very dense. So for example, let's say that in your numerator uh, for density, when you're dividing mass divided by volume, which is a fraction, in the numerator of that fraction, let's say that your mass is one gram. Well, one gram weighs about as much as a paperclip. Um, but let's say the volume is one one thousandth. So the, the denominator is actually a fraction too. The denominator is one one thousandth of a cubic centimeter. Well, that's actually really, really small. You probably wouldn't even be able to see that with your eye. That would be a very dense object because one gram divided by one one thousandth of a cubic centimeter, one divided by one one thousandth um, actually comes out to a thousand. So the density is a thousand grams per, pu per cubic centimeter, but you only have an object weighing one gram. It only weighs as much as a paperclip. So weight isn't necessarily the same as density. Um, this equation comes in very handy when you're trying to calculate how dense something is, or if you're trying to calculate how much something weighs and you know it's density and you know how much space is taking up, like you know it's volume, um, but you don't know uh, what the mass of the object is. And then if you want to find the volume of the object, if it's like weirdly shaped and you can't like, uh, you can't put it in a container and you can't use a ruler to measure how what its volume is, but you want it, but you know how much it weighs because you put it on a scale and you know what its density is because let's say it's made out of like a metal, um, then you can calculate the volume using that as well. So again, if you have a practical purpose, if you have like one simple fact that you want to find out, then the model for density, that density is equal to a mass of something divided by a volume of something um, is a really good uh, model.
But um, it doesn't really tell us the how. It doesn't help us explain the theory of why different things have different densities or how density could change under different conditions, which it does. If we give something a lot of heat or a lot of pressure, its density can change. And mass versus volume doesn't really explain why heat or even a phase change, which we discussed last week. Uh, if you turn something from a solid to a liquid, its density changes drastically. So a model that works better in theory for density uh, is compactness. Density is how something is compact. If you have a lot of molecules that are very, very close together, that is more dense than molecules that are more spread apart. Just because you have something that's solid where the molecules aren't moving very much doesn't mean that the object is necessarily dense. It could have a structure such that even though the molecules are attached to each other, their bonds or maybe their shape of the way that the crystal forms might still have them be very, very far apart. Maybe they make giant rings that then stack on top of other rings. Well, that's actually a really light in terms of density. It's a really uh uh, not very dense material because rings have a giant hole in the center. So if you have molecules that are attaching to each other, but they're leaving a giant hole, then you're not going to have a very dense object. And that's how you can explain why something like carbon can have different densities depending on uh, the way that you make that carbon. If you make that carbon under a lot of pressure, it's going to be more dense. And if you create uh, a bunch, if you burn off a bunch of carbon and then just let it sit kind of on the in the charcoal that's left over in the ash of a fire, um, that's not going to be very dense because uh, that's more like the um, the molecules that are sort of making that ring. That's why carbon nanotubes are very uh, are, are not very dense. They seem lightweight uh, compared to how much volume they take up because they have really, really big uh, giant rings that are made where a lot of uh, space is left in the material. So you actually um, have different definitions of density, compactness versus mass divided by volume. If I'm trying to find a simple fact of uh, uh, what is the density of like this piece of carbon, like this diamond or this carbon nanotube, then uh, if I'm just trying to find what its density is, then yeah, I want to use mass divided by volume. But if I want to explain why this carbon nanotube weighs a lot less than this diamond, even though they're the same size, then we want to use a different scientific model and we want to talk about the compactness of a material and look at density that way. So different models help us with different purposes. We're going to talk about that more when we talk about atomic theory in a few weeks. For now, I want to move to your observations and your joke of the week so you kind of know what's going on um, and we can kind of move on and keep this podcast under 10 minutes. So your observations for this week. I want you to list the five objects you think are the most dense in your household. And you cannot say your little brother. That is not funny. Your little brother is just doing the best he can. Uh, I want you to tell me what the most dense objects you think dense. And if you want to measure the density with your parent, you can. You can look up online how to measure density. We're going to go over mathematical problems where we try to calculate the density of different objects later this week. If you want to try to calculate the density of your in your home, you can. But for now, all I really want you to just observe with your eyes and, and your senses and your uh, physical touch and whatnot is just what objects do you think are the most dense in your house? You're going to list the top five when you get to your reflections sheet on Friday. Finally, we're going to end with our joke of the day. Your joke of the day about density is, I met a guy whose job was to find new solutions to decrease the density of water transport. I was like, hey, whatever floats your boat man. <laughs> oh, Mr. Rostin, you've done it again. You provided us with a great joke and a lot to learn about.
I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Make sure if you have any questions, you either email me or send me a voice message, and we can even play the voice message with the question on the podcast, and I can answer it. Other than that, I hope you have a great day. I hope you can stay safe, and I hope you can keep learning science. Bye, everybody. Thank you.